Hey, what's up? I'm Chris J. Wright, and today is the first official day of the Moment of Truth Straight Talk Series podcast. I started the Moment of Truth Straight Talk Series to show rawness and relatability through social media, to advocate for mental health through self-care by sharing my life story through my experiences. away when I was 24 years old. She was terminally ill. I miss her. When she comes to mind, as she always does, I'm reminded of the words she used to say to show me that she loved me. Lizard face. <laughs> Come here. I would then proceed to see what she wanted and walk upstairs. And once I got upstairs, she would say, Go back downstairs and give me some water. And then I would look at her and say, I just walked all the way upstairs and you tell me to go back downstairs to get you some water. What? And then she would give me that look like, you know, y'all know that look is a scowl, like saying, boy, what did I say to get that water? <laughs> because it was the little things when I go back to think about what I remember most. I grew up with six brothers and sisters and we didn't have a lot. You know, my mom worked at, um, she did housekeeping for a living and worked at various places, hotels and hospitals. And, you know, I always noticed that she had, you know, this look on her face. And I could tell then, even back then growing up as a kid that it was really just a struggle for her um, to raise us. So I started to do things like, as young as I can remember, at about, you know, maybe 11 or 12, I would go hang out at my friend's house. I would stay the night at my friend's house. And initially I did these things because I was trying to alleviate some of the pain that my mother may have been experiencing from raising children. And in my case, and in, in our case, six brothers and sisters as a single mom. So I would stay with my buddies, different buddies, just to give my mom a break. And I felt, even as a kid, that if I didn't show up and if I wasn't there, it was good. That means that she would have one less child to feed. So that was my logic. And you know, when you're, when you're a child, you're always, in a sense, blaming yourself you know when things are wrong or you know when fathers aren't around or you know when your mom is upset you think it's you you think that it, you're the problem you feel like man my mother's struggling or my parents are struggling for those of you that have mom and dad or mom or dad you say my parents are struggling and that's my fault like I am to blame for this and when you are a child, you believe that, but at least I did. I thought it was my fault. So I was just trying to find any means, any ways that I could get outside of the house, get away. I don't think she wanted me to not be there, but I think with me not being there at times, spending time with different buddies, 
you know, and friends and, you know, or family, I think it, it provided some, some peace to, to an extent. I would say that I was a mother's boy and I don't know that I would have said that back then, but I recently had a conversation with, uh, well, I was recently conversing with my sister's grandmother because I grew up in a single parent home and we had different uh, fathers. We all shared the same mother, but some of us had different fathers. So it's kind of like a blended family, I think. I don't know if that's the correct term, <laughs> but I think that that sort of makes sense. But um, she said, oh, so good to see you. I remember when you were a kid, you know, you used to be all up under your mother. You were a little bow-legged kid <laughs> walking around and, you know, you always hung with, with your mother. Now, I've always loved my mother, but I didn't realize that I was connected by the hip to her, you know, when I was a kid. But then it made sense as I started to grow. You know, I remember times where my mother would be having conversations with her friends in the living room and I would walk downstairs or or wherever they were and I would <laughs> you know I wanted to sit in you know I wanted to chill you know I wanted to be there I wanted to talk I wanted to just hang out with her and she would be like um, boy take your butt outside or go upstairs it's grown folks talking here <laughs> so you know, when I look back now, I think it all makes, you know, some sense. I think that maybe I was a mother's boy, um, a mama's boy, and I didn't know it, but uh, I think so. So when she was experiencing, back to what I was saying, when she were going through her problems and experiencing, I was close to her and I could feel that she needed a release, if you will, you know, some space. Uh, she was searching for, for peace. And that was my way of hoping to help her cope with having us as children, because clearly we are the problem. At least that's what I was thinking, right? As we, as I was growing up, she would always bring it up time to time, but I guess I really was a runaway child because for those of you that may may or may not have grown up under tough circumstances with a single parent or having someone raise you raise you in an environment um, that's very challenging. So not only if you're you're growing up in poverty or under unfortunate circumstances, meaning you know your household conditions, your family conditions, you tend to become hardened, if you will, to those environments. You tend to become someone that, in, in many cases, become a victim of their circumstances. And I thought that it was okay to be raised in an environment and not have, you know, your father around actively, because that's the only thing that you know. I felt that I needed to be the man of the house. Any resources to help out. And in many cases, I've always felt like when something happened, it was my fault. It was my fault. I could have done something about that. Why did my mother 
feel that way. And when you're growing up and you're trying to be the parent and that's not even your job, that's just, uh, it's a shame. And um, I wouldn't change my experiences because those experiences made me who I am today. And I'm very proud of who I am. I'm very proud of the things that my mother instilled in me. I'm very proud of what she gave. You know, she she, she would do anything for for her children. And I remember, you know, she was um, dying. You know, one of the things I remember my uncle telling me is, is that she said to make sure you take care of my kids. And that, you know, that 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 right there is touching, but it's like, wow, you know, like you're on your dying bed. And the only thing she cared about was if we were going to be good. And here I was trying to run away. Here I was thinking that I needed to go somewhere else. I needed to find an exit, but she didn't want us to exit. She wanted us there. She wanted me there. And I just think that that, you know, at least on my life, that was very impactful, you know. And um, as I've grown and, you know, processed through her passing, as I processed through the struggles she went through in her personal life, being terminally ill, her growing up with a father that was an alcoholic that eventually died because of alcoholism, and just seeing the things that she did and did not do, you know, meaning drugs. Uh, she wasn't a drinker. I think she would have a wine cooler or something <laughs> back then. Um, every now and again, but she she was definitely against drugs and, you know, never smoked weed or anything. And I'm And I'm glad that takes me to this point. I'm glad that she didn't because I think had I saw my mother do those things when she was the only person in the house that I can look up to or role model, I think that it would have led to me doing drugs. No matter what your circumstances is, you need a positive and good role model in your life. That role model doesn't always have to be someone in your home in which you are seeing every day. So it matters. But one thing I will say is being being raised in certain environments and in a single parent home taught me to be a tough SOB. <laughs> I mean, you know, when you have to defend for yourself and you having to go out and learn and learn in environments that are not conditioned for positive learning. But when you use those environments, to get out and you use those environments, you saying that, hey, I may have started from here, but I'm going to find a way to get out. And that may be difficult because you have um, people in your environments that are persuading you. Um, you have people in your environments that are heavily influenced by others', others decisions. I can guarantee you it'll be all worth it. These days, since my mother has passed away, 
I find new ways and other things and activities to get into, which helps me to honor her. Traditionally, you know, when, at least in black homes, most people, what I see growing up in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, I see a lot of people, you know, maybe on the anniversary of their parents' death or family member or birthdays, Christmas, holidays. And I, typically what I'll see is people going to put flowers on the graves and things of that nature. And I think that's great. But that was never really one of my things. What I like to do, you know, on my mother's birthday is reflect, you know, take a day of reflection, just sit back, chill, think about the experiences that her and I have had together. Think about, you know, wow, look how far I've come, you know, and then I like to just thank her, you know, and say thank you for being you, thank you for the things that you've instilled in me. Thank you for helping me become, you know, who I am today. And um, although there's a plight to continue, there's a journey. I'm very proud, you know, when I celebrate her on, the, on those special days, which in my case is her birthday. It's nothing big. It's usually just myself. And uh, me reflecting back on, you know, the memories and the joy and the times that we had. So that helps me. That helps me to have moved on, you know, always keeping her in my heart, you know, hoping one day when I do have a family that I can instill some of those things that she instilled in me, teaching me how to be strong, teaching me how to be independent and get out and fend for myself. Many may say, you know, as a, as a kid, some of those experiences and some of those things you're talking about should not have happened, but I wouldn't be me. Thanks for coming along and joining me on this journey of discovery and self-reflection. And I hope through my experiences that I have provided some peace, hope, and perspective that will inspire you to move forward and to become a better version of yourself. If you like my content, please subscribe. And remember, aspire to inspire before we expire. See you next week. Peace.